So what's up, my Survivor people? Uh, Welcome to the Film Survivor Podcast. This is Tom Santilli, your host. Uh, I am the Survivor recapper at realityt.com. I'm also a film critic, access.com. And we're going to be talking about Survivor uh, Episode 9 that aired this past Wednesday. Thanks for joining me a day late than normal. I know that usually the podcast posts on Thursdays. Uh, This week, though, a little bit different because the person voted out. Spoiler alert, pause or come back to the podcast if you don't want to get spoiled. But Libby Vincek, who was voted out of Survivor Ghost Island this past week, uh, she was not available for the normal round of press phone interviews that took place on uh, Thursday, usually. She was in uh, London, actually. She's a model, as some might expect, but she was uh, not in the country, so therefore was not available for the normal phone interviews. That being said, uh, as you might be able to summarize, she's not on the podcast today. Uh, Usually I will be talking with the person voted out, and uh, today I will not be. However, however, and a big however, is I was able to submit questions to her uh, via email, and uh, she was courteous enough to respond to them and gave me pretty good, thorough answers, actually. So uh, that was pretty nice. Uh, I asked her five questions, and... On the podcast today, I'm going to kind of go over her responses, and uh, I was going to try to, uh, you know, do two voices and all that, but, you know, this isn't, like, comedy hour, but we'll uh, we'll just do what we can with it. So, yeah, so in a, in a little bit, I'll be reading uh, you my interview with, with Libby, but before we get into that, uh, let's talk a little bit about Survivor. Uh, before we even get into the episode, the... News broke on Wednesday that uh, Survivor has been renewed. Woohoo! Uh, picked up for another two seasons. This was no surprise, of course. Uh, the the show has already been casting and kind of setting up the next seasons. There was no, you know, sign that it would be ending. But uh, it's always good to get that official renewal notice. So uh, it's been picked up through the next two seasons again, so there will be a Survivor Season 37 and Survivor Season 38. Hard to believe. Uh, of course, 37 will begin in the fall, and uh, 38 will pick up in the spring of 2019. Hard to believe, like I said, but that's official, so that was kind of cool. But let's talk about uh, this week's episode. Uh, we're now you know, one episode removed from the Merge episode, and... Uh, what did everybody think? I thought this was a really good episode again. Uh, lots going on, lots of strategy, and uh, I just kind of like the way things are going right now, I guess. But it is a little weird, like they like they even pointed out in the show. Usually the uh, the merge episode is there, there's some lines being drawn, and right now I don't really feel that. Uh, you know, you have two sides of the, you have the two existing tribes, you know, the the orange and the purple, whatever their names were, Navidi and Malolo. Uh, I just call them by the color because really who can tell the difference? But anyway, uh, the purple tribe, you know, is kind of the dominant tribe. They have the majority right now, and there are still some votes that kind of seem like the safe votes. Uh, this week, of course, they took a big swipe at Michael, which is a big swipe just because he's a big personality and a big player in this game. But as far as in the game goes, it's not that big of a swipe. I mean, he's in the minority and he's the strongest player. So it's kind of an obvious choice if you look at it from the game. Michael continues to impress me. The youngest player in the history of Survivor. And he is just 
uh, surviving day to day. He gets through the next three days, and sometimes that's all you have to do in Survivor is get that next three days, and uh, you might find yourself in the end. He, of course, uh, played an idol, the old uh, famous Ozzy uh, fucking stick, <laughs> as it's referred to by Eliza. Uh, and uh, its newfound powers uh, kept him safe in the game. This is the second idol Michael's played this season, and uh, it was a good play. The, the first one didn't work out that well for him and Brendan, but this one was played correctly. It saved Michael's game. Uh, unfortunately, that meant that it was the end of Libby's game. Uh, Libby went through the episode continuously kind of searching for why people would vote for her, why people would continue to write her name down. She got some kind of a response at the uh, at the feast from Angela, you know, and, and Desi about how, you know, why the reason is, and maybe it's just her close, you know, her closeness with Michael. I asked Libby about that, though, so I'm going to read that to you when we get to the interview portion. Uh you know, in terms of what Libby thought and if, if that's the real reason as to why she was voted out. Uh, but, you know, elsewhere you got Wendell, who still is a big player. Wendell and Dom, uh, considered the power couple this season right now. They are definitely wheeling and dealing, definitely in control of things. They each have an idol. They are in an alliance. We, we saw Wendell kind of put all his cards on the table tonight with uh, – talking to Laurel and really spilling the beans um, that he is really in this final four uh, with his heart. You know, the final four being himself, Dom, Laurel, and Donathan. Laurel and Donathan, on the flip side of this, though, in my opinion, they're the real power couple right now. That uh, and, and the reason they're the power couple is because that nobody realizes that they're the power couple. They are in a great position right now in the game uh, Laurel, we see, definitely sees Dom and Wendell. You know, it's not like they're slipping through. She sees their power. She sees what's up with them. And she's in a good position because who in the world is going to be gunning for Donathan or Laurel when, when Dom and Wendell are still in the game? Now, clearly, you know, it's an individual game. You can't win it with another person. So I think Donathan and Laurel are probably in it to the end together. And they're probably thinking, like, who cares? We'll get to the end with one of the two of Dom or Wendell. But one of them is going to have to go at some point. Uh, I could see that riding down to, like, Final Five or something, though. Anyway, uh, look out for Laurel. I mean, she's just, she's, you know, she's been a good competitor all season. We haven't heard a lot from her, but we kind of get occasional glimpses into her and it looks like a lot of people trust her she's got a good social game and she's just in it to win it so uh, I'm really impressed with Laurel and it kind of just dawned on me this week like wow like watching the episode like Laurel could win this thing like in a real way elsewhere we saw Angela kind of bust out of uh, of the bubble Uh, we've seen Angela only as kind of you know uh, sidekick to Chris first part of the season and you know maybe kind of the outcast and not getting a lot of uh, airtime but this was a breakout episode for Angela we saw her playing the game uh, we saw her use you know we could call this strategy or maybe just you know um, not you know kind of unaware <laughs> unawareness but uh, she used her relationship with Michael uh, kind of to her advantage Michael trusted her enough to talk to her and to spill some beans about his plans, and uh, Angela could have went in that direction because a lot of what Michael was saying to her was accurate. You know, she's kind of out of the loop, and she's on the outside of the other alliance. 
and it would be a great move for her to maybe team up with Michael. But then again, Angela, you know, that would be really the end of her game anyway if she did that at this point, just because she would lose votes and things like that. But Angela took that information, went, told everybody else about it, and uh, maybe earned some, you know, points with other people. She also dominated, I mean, and absolutely dominated the, the gross uh, classic survivor eating challenge uh, that always makes for good television. Uh, she uh, did it with some flair, some pizzazz, and just uh, totally dominated getting her uh, first immunity individual win of the season. That's two straight females that have uh, taken the individual's uh, immunity challenges. So that's cool. And... Uh, and yeah, so Angela, total breakout this episode. Uh, those were the big things, though, for me. You know, as far as Libby goes, uh, you know, we'll get into, again, I'm going to read you her interview that I had with her through email. Uh, I was not able to chat with her, unfortunately, this week. But, uh, you know, Libby was just kind of, you know, she was never really able to kind of get a grasp on the game. She was one of the players, by the way, this season that... Uh, you know, was, you know, there's talked about so many super fans. She was not one of them. Uh, she was a, a recruit. So in terms of being a recruit, I mean, I feel like she played a solid game. She was definitely trying to, manip- you know, manipulate her way forward. Uh, she definitely uh, might have been close with Michael, but didn't see herself as being in a power couple with Michael. But we will get to that shortly. Uh, before we do, though, I want to let everybody know I uh, hope you guys are watching uh, my new show. I'm producing a show. It's called Movie Show Plus. It's on, there's a YouTube channel for it, Movie Show Plus, uh, but you can find it at movieshowplus.com. In the Detroit area, it's on uh, WADL every Sunday at uh, 4 o'clock. And it's a show all about movies. We have celebrity interviews. Uh, this week, Hugh Jackman is on the show, Amy Schumer is on the show. And uh, it's all about movies. We got the latest trailers, uh, movie reviews with me. Uh, there's another film critic. His name is Greg Russell, who uh, does some of the celebrity interviews. And just there's all kinds of stuff in it. That's why we call it Movie Show Plus. We talk about things like podcasts and uh, YouTubers and all kinds of different stuff. So check it out. It's a new show. Uh, the second episode just dropped today. on uh, This is Friday, April 20th, that I'm recording this. And, uh, and there you go. I hope you guys check it out. So without further ado, though, let's get into uh, Libby's interview. I'm going to pull it up here so that I can read it to everybody uh, and then just kind of bear with me as we go through her answers. I thought they were pretty interesting overall. I thought that she had a lot of good things to say. I was very happy that she gave me some uh, in-depth responses, Uh, but here we go. So my first question for Libby was as follows. During tonight's episode, we saw you wondering why your name kept coming up at Tribal Council. And then at the reward feast, we saw both Angela and Chelsea, I said Desi earlier, but it was actually Chelsea, tell you that it was basically due to your close association with Michael. Do you feel that this was the real reason you were voted out of the game, or do you attribute it to anything else? Here was Libby's response, and I quote, I know that really is just an excuse. Michael and I slept together some nights, but if that's the real reason... That isn't a very smart strategy reason. Michael and I were never talking. We never went off together. The only time people saw us together was at night. So how in the world could we talk strategy in front of everyone? There were many more stronger couples to target, like Donathan and Laurel, that would have made more sense for them. 
The only thing I knew for sure was Navidi girls didn't like me and wanted me out. There was nothing I could really do about that. I tried to work with them and see what my options would be, but they stood strong. Chelsea was some sort of hope, however. Her effort to take... Her effort to talk to me was really a ploy to get info. But at the end of the day, there was nothing I could really do about not getting my name brought up. So that was that. Question number two. Despite being close to Michael, uh, you ended up voting uh, for him. You cast your vote for him at Tribal. Can you explain your Michael vote and your thought process heading into this final Tribal Council that you had? Here was Libby's response. Camp life that day was insanity. Talks of idols, fake idols, alliances, just every kind of strategy was being brought up, confusing the heck out of everyone. The only thing I knew for sure was Navidi girls didn't like me and wanted me out. There was nothing I could really do about that. I knew that if I had voted Michael, there was a slight chance of saving myself with the others who were splitting the vote. Michael had a great plan, we just didn't have enough time to gather the for sure numbers to execute it. So when Michael pulled out that idol, my heart dropped to the bottom of the ocean. I knew I was a goner. Question number three. Had Michael not played his idol, he would have gone home, but you would have once again seen votes cast against you. What would have been your way forward in the game had Michael been voted out? Libby's response. My next move would have been to find a way to work with Jenna and possibly Donathan and Laurel to get out a Navidi girl. I feel it could have worked. Either that or work with the girls to get out Wendell or Dom. Question number four and a bit of Survivor trivia. Uh, Libby, you were one of only ten Survivor players in history to have played the game, meaning being on the same tribe, as every single contestant on your season. Who did you consider to be the most dangerous player left in the game? And watching it back on TV, whose game has surprised you the most? Libby's response? Wow, I had no idea. That's pretty awesome. Well, that is a good question. One of the most dangerous, Laurel, because she stayed very under the radar, but was strategically working well with everyone. She knew what things were going on from pretty much every point of view. Props to her. And my last question to her, uh, question number five, I say, shortly after the episode aired, uh, Libby, you tweeted, quote, I saw a side of myself and of life that I never could have dreamed of, in reference to being on the show. Uh, Libby, can you expand on this and explain what you learned about yourself from your experience? And this was Libby's response. I have always struggled with self-confidence, trust in myself, and making decisions, I never was the type to stand by my decisions or stand up for myself. Survivor brought out a much more confident, brave person. It took so much out of me, but I received even more out of it. So there you go, my email uh, interview with Libby. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I don't know what you guys thought of my Libby impression there, but... Uh, Anyways, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Libby becomes a second member of the Survivor jury. And, uh, you know, I definitely thought she was likable. And I definitely uh, appreciated her responses there. So thank you, Libby, if you're listening to this. Uh, So that will do it for capping this episode. We're already up to episode 10 next week, guys. Uh, Just a few more weeks left. Uh, 
the Survivor finale, not August 23rd, <laughs> like I uh, accidentally wrote uh, in my Reality T recap. Uh, hey guys, it's after midnight sometimes when I'm writing the recaps, and I go I go quickly sometimes and uh, don't uh, quite fact check it as I did not this week. So it is not August 23rd, but May 23rd. That makes a lot more sense. May 23rd is the Survivor finale, uh, which means that you know we are getting very close to the end of the season. Uh, we still have, what is it now, 11 players left in the game, so there's still a lot of Survivor to be played. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're wrapping it up. So, episode 10 of season 36. Whew, good lord. Uh, so, that being said, next week, it looks like, uh, you know, Desi's going to be in the middle of something. It looks like there's a potential big move. Uh, Jeff Probst uh, to Dalton Ross this week on in uh, Entertainment Weekly mentioned that this upcoming episode is his favorite of the season. Uh, and it, there's definitely going to be some moves that are made. Uh, and he hints that also some of them work, some of them don't. So a lot of Survivor to be played next week, so I can't wait for that. That should be really cool. Uh, I'm going to be older next week, too. I guess we're all older every week, but uh, my birthday is tomorrow, so I'm going to be 39, everybody. So I'm, I'm 39 years old, if you're ever wondering uh, how this you know, sexy baritone voice, uh, how old I am in real life. Uh, 30, I'm going to be 39. I'm 38 for one more day. So anyway, uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, please check out my uh, new show that I'm producing. It's called Movie Show Plus. Uh, there's a Facebook page. There's a website, movieshowplus.com. Check it out, please. Support uh, things, movies, if you're into movies. And uh, that note, I'm also on a show called Critically Speaking, which is a uh, movie review show. airs on the Fox channel in the Detroit market. There's also a Facebook page for that. That's probably the best way to find full episodes if you are not in Detroit and do not have Fox 2. If you do have Fox 2, it's on Fridays at 630 uh, PM and uh, again on Saturday mornings at 9:30. Uh, this week we're going to be reviewing the new Amy Schumer comedy "I Feel Pretty," also Super Troopers 2, and uh, a really interesting film starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, called "You Were Never Really Here." So those are the three big films uh, that are opening this weekend. Of course, next week uh, not only is it a big episode of Survivor, it's a big week for movies as uh, Avengers: Infinity War opens. Holy moly. We're going to have the whole show. Movie Show Plus is going to be dedicated to the Avengers next week. And uh, we're going to totally nerd out and talk comics and stuff like that. This is one of the bigger event movies probably in the history of film. So uh, looking forward to that. Hope you guys are too. You can also follow me at Tom Santilli for all of the latest uh, going-ons with me. And I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for listening to this uh, exit interview list uh, version of the podcast. Uh, and hope you guys inter- uh, liked my questions that I had for Libby. And uh, we will get to you next week. I hope you guys uh, have a good weekend, and uh, we will see you then. Bye-bye.